to the Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. It's our end of the week list of five things that you need to know about. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel. Happy Friday to you. We've got a full list and a fun bonus this week, but before we get to that, let's start it off with number one. Last Friday, Oak Street Health filed their initial public offering with the SEC. Oak Street Health runs primary care clinics exclusively for Medicare patients. They operate 54 primary care centers in eight states with 2,300 employees, 250 of which are primary care providers. According to the filing, the plan is loan repayment and business growth. One write-up mentioned two new clinics in New York as well as a new location in Mississippi with planned opening dates later this year. Oak Street Health is a value-based care company that, in addition to primary care functions, offers transportation to and from appointments, a 24-hour support line, and telehealth benefits for its patients. Number two, Aetna has teamed up with the Give an Hour organization to create the Hospital Heroes program. The program will offer six hours of counseling for clinical and non-clinical staff, as well as their loved ones, at no cost. Give an Hour is known for working with veterans facing PTSD, anxiety, and other behavioral health needs. In addition to the heroes they typically help, they realized there was a need to help the heroes fighting COVID-19 in hospitals around our country. Burnout is real, and the workers who are on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic have been working tirelessly. According to Kara McNulty, president of Aetna Behavioral Health, quote, this is about democratizing access to care in time of need, unquote. So far, the program is available in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, with plans to branch out to the newer coronavirus hotspots of Texas, Florida, and Arizona. Number three, many media outlets have been reporting on what the next stimulus package will look like. Some of that attention has been focused on checks and payouts, but I've been noticing that talk is starting to swirl around the Medicare provisions in the HEROES Act. Now, the Senate has said they likely will not consider that bill, but pieces of that could be used to build a more bipartisan version. Lindsay Copeland, federal policy director for the Medicare Rights Center, suggested a few parts of the HEROES Act that might be considered. And of course, these all have to do with COVID-19 acting as a disruptor to access. A new Medicare enrollment window, increases to Medicaid funding, and changes to COBRA coverage. With so many losing jobs because of shutdowns, that also meant losing health insurance coverage. And so again, keep in mind that these exceptions will be based on COVID-19-related disruptions. We will certainly be keeping an eye on everything Medicare-related with this new legislation, and we will be sure to relay it back to you. We'll have the CNBC write-up in our show notes so you can read more at length about each of those potential changes. 
Number four, now that we've all become familiar with Zoom, the company is rolling out Zoom for Home. I do have to confess, I was a little bit confused by this, considering I've had no issues setting up Zoom on any of my devices. iPhone, iPad, computer, it's all worked really well for me. Now, I do have newer, more recent versions of all of those items, and in all fairness, I'm pretty tech-savvy, so there is that, but... Zoom for Home is a 27-inch screen, essentially a very large tablet that has multiple cameras and microphones, and it's, for the most part, ready to go out of the box and simple to use. I find it interesting that it's called Zoom for Home. I mean, I suppose that does make sense for now, and they could always flip it to Zoom for Business at some point in the future. Once we get back to working in offices and attending school in person, that is. We will be linking to the TechCrunch write-up so that you can learn more and check out the mock-ups. It does look pretty cool, not gonna lie. Number five, we've got a summit update for you. Registration is now open for our annual summits here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. They are completely virtual this year. We mentioned a few markets and dates a few weeks back, but we've got more to add to that list on top of now taking registrations. We've got nine summits this year, and we will list all of them in our show notes for you along with a link to register. Kicking it off on Monday, August 24th, we had the New Jersey Summit. On Tuesday, August 25th, It's the New York City Summit. We cover Philadelphia on Wednesday, August 26th. And then on Thursday, August 27th, we are holding our Harrisburg Summit. On Tuesday, September 1st, we've got our Georgia Summit. Wednesday, September 2nd, is our Greater New York Summit. Thursday, September 3rd, marks our Maryland Summit. And then after Labor Day weekend, we pick back up on Wednesday, September 9th with a California summit. And then we finish off strong on Thursday, September 10th with our Florida summit. We are so excited to bring you more opportunities than ever to connect with us and the carriers we work with. They'll be presenting exclusive first looks for 2021 Medicare Advantage plans as well as any other new plans, products, or exciting news for 2021. It is the can't-miss event of the year. It is really the kickoff of the annual enrollment period season, and we are so excited to have you join. And if you register before August 1st, you'll get an exclusive care package mailed to you. It's filled with all kinds of goodies. I certainly wish I could get my hands on one, but... They're only for those who register for the summits before August 1st. So get yourself registered now, get some great swag in the mail, and know that you are taking advantage of a great opportunity to really stand out among the competition. We will have the link to register in our show notes, so make sure you click on that and get yourself registered for one or several summits, depending on what your selling territory looks like. And now, for this week's bonus, today is World Emoji Day. Declared a holiday by Emojipedia's founder, Jeremy Burge, in 2014, 
It is a day to celebrate emojis, and usually a day for emoji-related news, like which emoji will be added to the next version of iOS, or the announcement of the emoji movie, or news or stories told emoji-style. Why July 17th? Well, that was the day depicted on the icon for iCal, which was announced in 2002 on July 17th. Of course, there are other little hidden Easter eggs just like that example in other emojis we love, many of which I didn't even know about, and we will be linking to a list of 17 of them in our show notes. And that is all we have this week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, don't forget to register for our summits, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel, script editing by Nicole Parasich, artwork by Nick Smith. Music